Yes, it's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. Howdy, folks. I'm Sleazy B. Martini, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. This is Curtis Armstrong, and you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time. The dangling thumb. And you're listening to Quality Time Broadcast. And they paid me Yeah, there we go. All right. We're back once again for another exciting installment of Quality Time. <laughs> finger guns, finger guns. We're uh, coming down the home stretch of the great fansgiving. Uh, I am one of your hosts, uh, Eric Woodworth, joined by my blood, my brother, the man um, you can't who can't say nope because he had a stroke, Jeremy Woodworth. <laughs> Hey, how's everybody? We're good, man. We're good. How are you feeling today? This is me. This is me, Michael Forsyth. Oh, Michael Forsyth. Now, is this yeah. is that William Forsyth's brother, Michael? Yeah, Forsyth? Mike, okay. Michael Forsyth. Yeah, I'm I'm a total bad biker, and I'm the other John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Yes, you are. Yes, you are. We're also joined by the very lovely, the very talented Miss Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you doing? I'm good, Daddy. Woo! Well, I'm excited. We made it through a wonderful Thanksgiving. It was uh, it was a great time. I know mine was rather mild mannered for the most part. Uh, but Ashley, if we could revisit last week, um, we made a lot of predictions about your uh, sock hop. I guess we'll call it. Um, Ooh, your, I wouldn't call your, it that. <laughs> your Sadie Hawkins dance that you went to last week, uh, as you went to a uh, a swingers convention. Please give us the, the sight sounds. How was the mac and cheese at the buffet? Um, it was not a convention. It was an adult entertainment club, oh. uh, which I now have a year-long membership. Um, <laughs> All you have to do is go six times and it pays for itself. <laughs> six red flags. Um, so... Anyways, uh, let's see. So I I get there. And the minute you walk in the door, um, there is someone to greet you wearing leather chaps. Oh, a man or woman leather chaps? Both. It's a couple. Oh, it's a couple. Okay. (laughs) Chaps only? Yep. So um, (laughs) they give you the rundown of how things are going to kind of work, which again is, is very professional. And let me, and for all the like, weird negative like things i'll say let me be very clear everyone was very respectful to me uh everyone's very nice to me i had like no no issues um but except, so they, they except for uh exposed genitals over here. yeah we're yeah. gonna get into that but so um <laughs> big surprise yeah you get in there and um it looks like a normal nightclub like there is a stripper pole 
But other than that, there's nothing. There's nothing happening. It's nothing seems odd. Jerry, 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 yeah. Jerry. But then, as you start to go towards the back rooms, you're like, and again, nothing started yet. I'm there mm-hmm. as doors open, so they can give me like a tour and explain things. There is a dungeon. <laughs> In the back, okay. just, just like just like my basement. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. Are... Jeremy, incredibly, actually, you know what, Jeremy? Not to hurt your feelings, but if I had to pick, I'd pick this sex club. Okay, so, <laughs> um, so, okay, so less less rats. Maybe um, so, <laughs> they're so, called they're called gerbils. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, so they like show me around. They show me that, and then every room has a theme, and um, there's like a jungle room and a Hollywood room or something. So everything's got a fun theme. There's also a room that they point out that has a, a camera. So if you like. You can have sex in front of the camera, and then the whole club gets to watch. Oh, cool! A lot, little, little closed, cur- uh, closed circuit screen action. Yes. Now, did did I, I'm I'm and I don't mean to jump ahead of where your story's going. Did anybody sure. put on a show for the camera? You know what? I don't think anybody did. If they did, I was too busy having adventures of my own that I I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Um, so, All right. Got it. So so um. And then they show me, they're like, we have a pool. And I was like, do you? And like in the summers, we have pool parties. But we only got one role. And I was like, I bet I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's also fun to think of. Like, they, they made this, the, the sex room with the video. And that mm-hmm. is essentially like the coleslaw of the cookout. Where it's like, you bring it, but nobody eats the coleslaw. Everybody's yeah, just like, it's just, we have to have it, you know? That's very accurate. I would agree with that. It's like, you if you don't have it, you feel like something's missing on the table but no one's gonna touch it yeah 100 percent right you're there um so but then people start filling in and for uh, people might remember from last week this was called leather and lace night so um <laughs> what is stevie is stevie nicks gonna show up oh i those are actually my two favorite american gladiators uh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, you, I come dressed. Me my Very good. <laughs> it would be funny if somebody just thought it was American Gladiators theme based on that, and they're like, oh, I'm dressed as Malibu. Yikes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, leather and lace is what I called my last boyfriend's text <laughs> testicles. One was really leathery, the other was very sweet. Um, <laughs> just potato, potato. Um, so. Uh, people start filling in and again, like pretty, like hot, kinky for lack of a better word, like outfits, but nothing again, we're still building. But then I would say fairly early into the night, I'm meeting people, shaking hands, getting to know people, being polite. And then someone whips out a titty and a guy just starts sucking on it. (laughs) And I'm like, and I was Was like, was she pregnant? No, thankfully Mm. not. Uh, but, but I was like, but I was like, oh, like. 
is that on tap or like do how do i get some of that I, I, no just kidding i it would be funny if just like you walked over and you just went full uh meet the fuckers and you're like i got a td greg could you suck mine uh, <laughs> no it just as funny as that is it just makes my butthole just pucker i don't like i know the butthole I've, every part of the story makes my asshole tingle in a way that's not yeah. good no it's not great uh let me be be clear um I saw a lot of things and I'm just, I apologize if I take up a lot of our time, but I'm going to get into all of it. But um, let me be so clear that there wasn't really a thing that was happening that I saw that at any point made me want to participate. Um, was no there a lot of, were there a, a lot of uh, hankies on the back pockets to choose what kind of fetish oh, you're into? Oh yeah. No, that's very funny. No, they don't need that, but they're very big on like, consent as far as if you want to do something you just walk up to a person and you go can i do blank would you like me to do blank and you can be like me and go no thank you um so <laughs> so um things start to like pick up a bit like just a little wild behavior it's full of people like massive number of people that i did not expect what's the median age here i'm gonna say 45 okay 45 got it because there's definitely some older people but there were young younger people my age and maybe around that so like early 30s because you know as well some of the things that you've told me off air i imagine yes. this is how i imagine it in my head okay i imagine yes. it have you ever seen the show on hbo real sex I imagine it's like an episode so it was really popular in I the late it, 90s and 2000s mm -hmm. and it showed real sex and it's a thing that you generally don't want to look at. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So we're gonna get into that right now. So, can we, can, um, we, can, we get, can we guess the medium weight? Um, uh, well, I mean, it's it's a lot of different bodies. You know what I mean? Like there are some people built more like me, thicker people, but then also a lot of very very thin people. So like it's it was pretty um balanced, pretty pretty open. Lots of different types of people. Mm -hmm. So I start wandering around though. Because I'm like, I'm not going to participate in anything, but I'm here to learn and just better make the most of it. So I start wandering around. And at one point, someone is like, hey, you're young, hot, and new. Uh, this guy uh, is having a birthday. Would you like to sit on his face? And I was like, golly, what a, what a cool request. Um, is this, hey, was this your response? <laughs> no you know there's just a lot of dumbfounded with me going uh, okay, okay, and, and i go no but you know what i'll come watch you pick out someone else and i'll come watch so i go in and i sit on a bed and i watch as someone else's sex slave mm -hmm. crawls on up there and has uh sits on his face while another <clears throat> girl sucks this dude's dick <laughs> and at one point uh she bends over to obviously do this and i get a face full of labia <laughs> just, just the full meat curtains pulled down right <laughs> yeah i mean by the way good for her like nothing wrong mm -hmm. with it but um i'm just kind of sitting there on the bed and i'm like all of a sudden i'm just looking into her birth canal and i'm like fuck <laughs> Look at that. Look, uh, look at huh. that. Look, I can see. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I get a little stalactite right about there. Did you um, toss a quarter down and then count the seconds until it hit the bottom? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't what's um, but so, But so as that's happening, I just also happen to look 
over towards the doorway because the doorway is open. If you have a door open, that means you invite people in to watch, which again, Mm -hmm. I'm already in there watching. So why not? But I look over and there is a couple standing next to me observing what I'm observing and then touching each other. Oh, okay. So there's there's a pussy getting fingered next to me and then I'm watching and I'm just like, huh, I feel like I'm never going to come back from this. And I was right. Um, so I leave that. So I leave that room, and then um, I go to another room and accidentally walk in on a gangbang. Oh, okay. Um, so that was really fascinating. Uh, and then I later would run into the same um, uh, submissive and her her master, and he's hitting her with like a cattle prod, and they're like, "Hey, would you like to be hit?" And I go, "Okay." And they hit me with it, and they're like, it's so weird. You're not feeling anything. And I'm like, I haven't felt anything in a long time. <laughs> um, so you know, also, you know, no sold the cattle, uh, the cattle prod. Yeah. But they were also nice. like, maybe it's just, they didn't say it, but I said it. I was like, maybe it's just because I'm built like a bull. <laughs> like, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, you're going to, like, ha- you better turn it up. <laughs> you're going to have to get farm grade for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, for 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 sex uh, parties, they probably have the the really weak uh, cattle prod versus the one that'll actually um, plank you, where you're like straight up. You know, it's when so the weird. cops hit 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 you hit I, you, so that you just flop like a flip fish on the ground. I mean, but, but true. Sorry, was it kind of like I imagine, and maybe I can find the clip, like when they when they hit you with the cattle prod, was it like that um, that one? guy who gets tased and it's just like buzzing him he goes bitch i'll get you oh yeah in the, yeah, yeah it kind of it kind of felt like that just because the girl who was excuse me participating in it was so much smaller than me in every way possible mm-hmm. um and it's kind of you can hear it and it's like leaving its mark and she's mm-hmm. like oh, yay but then when they hit me i was like Mm, you're gonna need more. Did you, right, did you absorb it? it and go, it's making me stronger. <laughs> I'm absorbing it. So, That's where I'll stop. So, so so there was so there was there was that. Um so lots to observe. You guys I think did a prediction of thinking I'd see like a lot of dick. Um, I saw dick, saw way more pussy. Way more pussy. That that's unexpected. I was expecting way more dudes at this convention than no, ladies. I would say pretty equally like gendered as far as mm-hmm. men and women um but maybe more women or also more women who were willing and ready to just take off all their clothes oh okay nice okay i saw a lot of naked women a lot of vagina um it sounded like trump was like a lot of vagina. there's a lot of vagina it was good it was the best pussy that i've seen <laughs> here at this particular place yeah a lot uh, of comb overs i've <laughs> i've i've heard about the uh the sex swinger thing that no matter what you're watching it, somebody would be watching you and you don't even he- see them. You're, you're like, what the fuck? Somebody's jacking off next to me. Okay. So, um, but, but yeah, you know, let me tell you, you know, like I said, everyone was super kind. I won't say I had like a bad time because I'm like, I didn't. Um, but I will say that I wish I could remove my eyeballs and dip them in an acid bath before I put them back in. Cause I would love to unsee everything that happened. Um, I did tell one of my friends, I said, I don't think I'm a person anymore. Oh, well that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Cause we like the person Ashley. So she's dead. She's, <laughs> she's, died. she's, she's um, dead, dead and died. Did you, yeah. th- was there a point where maybe you've seen too much to where you're like, you go and like 
you start thinking about like the scene from Pulp Fiction. You grab like the sword, and it's like bump, 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 bump. <laughs> just come back in full. Was there anybody yeah. in a full gimp suit? Uh no gimp suits, but I mean a lot of bondage gear mm-hmm. for sure. People on leashes. Um, you know, definitely some master submissive collar work going on. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, it's just it's just not really my thing. But, you know, again, all consenting adults. Good. You know, good for them. Uh, I, yeah, I just don't think I came back the same. I feel it's like whenever, um, you know, when Frodo comes back mm-hmm. from from dropping the ring and then at the end of the last movie, they're like, where are you going, Frodo? And he's like, I'm going to the undying lands because I can't <laughs> I can't function in the real world anymore. Like, I don't belong here. It's kind of how I feel. Um. The actual buffet there. Oh, I mean, can I? Can you tell me about the foods that were there and what did you eat while watching a gangbang? Oh, okay, cool. So I couldn't eat. Uh, I couldn't. <laughs> I could not bring myself to eat. Now I also wasn't planning on drinking because I wanted to have my wits about me. That lasted maybe thirty minutes because I was hey, I like, feel like, I, have... I need one right now. Oh, yeah, God. I had to be trashed. To participate, PV, PNV. Gotta have that, that PV. I did have a lot of that. Right. Um, no, you're okay. So, so uh, there were uh, man. Okay, we talked about a buffet, right? And I'm thinking a little more, like not like upscale, but just classy on some level. Hopefully, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the high school cafeteria uh but if it was the upside down because everything's dark and black <laughs> so, so they, you're just like oh look there is somebody uh getting up fisted right next to me oh and an elio square pizza slice nice oh man eric you're so not wrong so like so like the only light on me as i'm taking time to myself every half hour is the exit light from the door is just <laughs> on my face and that's the only light and oh and then i'm sorry the other light is coming from the hot lights to keep your chicken tenders warm mm, chicken tendy was there was there a fruit cup medley that looked like it came out of a can no um <laughs> no i'm pretty sure i could be wrong pretty sure i saw chicken tenders Ooh. and um I want to say they had biscuits oh uh, uh, but my favorite was the free soda Ooh, oh, soda machine, self serve, and then towards the end of the night, I go to get a ginger ale, and I go, "Man, this ginger ale is terrible." And someone goes, "Oh yeah, I think they ran out of the syrup, so it's just carbonated water. That's what tastes <laughs> like." This. It's and just attacking like, okay, your senses. I was like, "This is so, this is so great." But yeah, I drank all night. Thank God I've been upping my tolerance for months because I just drank like a fish to get through it. But I I was so like not sober, but I was clear-minded uh the whole night. But man, I've been putting it away, storing it in my humps. So, <laughs> well, very good. Well, now, uh, real question, you have a year membership. Do you think you'll go back? I will say <laughs> there is a 90% chance I will never go back. Okay, got it. I'm going to say 10% because sometimes, just like the first time I said yes, sometimes I'm manic and I make choices. And I, uh, 
you know, non-manic Ashley remembers that I've said yes to something. And then she's like, oh, no. Um, but who knows? I'm a walking nightmare. Who cares? All right. Well, good rundown uh, of that. <laughs> I, Thanks. I, I'm glad you had fun. And I, uh, I hope slowly but surely the images are washed away of uh, lady snatches in your face. Yeah. Let me be so clear. Last comment. Um, if there is a God, he got me on this one. <laughs> Was there was there a Cenobite room? No, oh, you know what? There was a girl who had like the style of the new Hellraiser, like the oh. outfit. It was very cool. I told her I was like that. That looks amazing. It it looked it looked incredible. But yeah, man, I'm telling you, out of all the things, I'm like, no, I didn't do it. That's not fair. And then God brings this up, and I'm like, you got it. You know, oh. what? You know that. That you, mean, you called it. That means if I win, I could cosplay as Butterball. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the, the the video that scarred me was somebody that put his dick onto a uh, uh, a plywood thing with his dick, and the woman put the stiletto uh, right the stiletto into pump it, into in the dick, dick hole. Oh, yeah, God, it's... you did just remind me there was a glory hole. Oh, yeah. How was the glory hole? Woo! So you can you can either you can take turns. You could look at the person performing, and then you can watch the guy getting it. <laughs> hey, did you ever... Did you ever like just for shits and giggles the the person who's getting their dick blown? No matter what was on the other side, you're like, it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> just well, that's that. um apparently that's the thing is that you don't know who's giving it to you, and apparently sometimes that happens, and of you course. can just be open to it. And I'm like, oh, uh, that's cool. Oh, uh, that you're gay now. Did you ever, <laughs> have you ever seen the uh? No, there's a there's an always sunny in Philadelphia episode. It's one of my favorite mm. bits from there, yes. where they find the glory hole in the Patty's pub, and yeah. they D and um, D and uh, um, Dennis Dennis are looking at it, and he goes, uh, D, that's a glory hole. See what you do is you slip your penis through, and in the other side, the wall provides anonymity. She was like, he was like, yeah, but couldn't it be a dude on the other side? And then Frank comes in, he goes, oh, nice, a glory hole, and he was like, yeah, <laughs> Frank. He was just like, but it could be a dude on the other side. And then he goes, yeah, well, what if I just pretend it's a woman? <laughs> and he goes, <laughs> and he was like, what about the guy sucking your dick on the other side? What if he pretends it's a woman too? <laughs> it's Tom Segura has a great world. bit. Tom Segura tells one of my favorite bits from one of his earliest specials where he talks about being, I think, in college or in high school and going to buy porn. And he's like, oh, there's a glory hole. And he's like, well, I don't understand. Like, what is it? What? He was young. He's like, I don't know what it does. And the guy explains it. And he goes, well, was there a woman on the other side? And the guy working at the porn shop goes, I don't see anybody else here, Junior. <laughs> I don't see anybody else here, Junior. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was a, a New Jersey bathroom, one of those really big uh, rest stop bathrooms. And I'm taking a shit, and I'm like, "Oh, that's 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 probably the size of a dick could go in there." But the thing that that really bothers me is like, it's got to be so fucking hard to make the hole that you're definitely gonna you're gonna get a scar oh you gotta you're put duct, scar. D- jeremy you put duct tape around it for a thing i also imagine jeremy going what is this hole and then all of a sudden just a dick pokes you right in the eye like ah god damn it why <laughs> I, i've been thinking doctor. about a i've been thinking about a short for years now and i haven't actually bought 
uh, a stall that I can do the scene okay. with the, uh, the. I know there's there's I'll, I'll I'll get it eventually if I don't die. Jeremy, let's just but, find one in the wild. Come on, we don't but, have to build this. But I'm thinking I'm thinking <laughs> somebody made a hole for a glory yeah. hole. How would we ever even make a glory hole? That's crazy. Um, but it bothered me that I all of a sudden I saw it. I'm like, oh, somebody probably could have put a dick in this and i don't i'm just glad that there's nobody in the fucking stall while i'm taking a shit you're the jim carrey scene with uh dumb and dumber on a sea bass yeah <laughs> oh i just thought this was the hand holding one sometimes when you're having a big shit i like to put my hand through so i can get support on the other side <laughs> um all right moving I'm on thinking, from- how long did they take him to to make the hole and it, how long did they did they try to repair it? Right. Did, so, they, did they just make a new glory hole every other day or something? Today, that was a re- 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 reputable bathroom. It's not like a little rest stop one right near a, a Route Thirty Two. True. Today on how it's made, glory holes. <laughs> First, the technician goes into the bathroom and uses a three quarter inch screw bit to start the hole. <laughs> To, to get the equipment, we went to the Home Deep hole. <laughs> uh, but you got to make sure you put it lows enough. Um, so anyway. Uh, <laughs> Menards. So it can hold my Harbor Freight. Uh, all right. There we go. Um, so we got to move on. Uh, this was a great segment. This is, uh, this is, this forget episode it, is going down in Stone history. Stone Hole Cold. Just talk about glory holes the rest of the episode. Welcome to glory holes with quality time. Uh, now I shall insert my penis into the hard drive. So anyway, we, uh, Jeremy came this week and we like, I like to speak about Jeremy's behavior because I've came. spent, so Jeremy came to the Bussy show on Wednesday night. Also, thanks to everybody that did come out to the Bussy show. Uh, we saw the great Kenny Strong. Strangle Chef, one of our Thanksgiving folks, he was there. Uh, a lot of folks were there. My um, my sister showed up and brought like uh, two of my friends that I hadn't seen in ages for like a really long time. It was really nice seeing them. And she's Sean like, L. She, my friend Sean L, former guest on the show, as as well as my old roommate uh, Jeffrey. So it was very good to see all of those folks. Although I, she's, my sister posed this as yep. This is your birthday gift. Are you happy now? I was just like, my birthday is next month. I mean, I'm very happy that these people are here, but also I'm like selling shirts. I'm busy. Like I can't like hang with them. You know what I mean? Like it's like, this is, this isn't great. This isn't the best gift in the world. Not to say that I'm ungrateful, but you know, this is okay. Great. I mean, I'm glad they're here. I wish you would have brought them to any other place where I wasn't working. I think we just found a new segment, which is Woodworth disappointment. What? Yeah. Yeah. What, what birthday? (laughs) for eric is not working out the way he thought uh 40s looking good good so uh i get to the venue early to do a sound check because i've never been to this place and um Mm -hmm. uh i see uh tommy comes over to me he's like i think your brother's here (laughs) and i go (laughs) because we're not sure um but jeremy has is wearing a vest that has the word bussy written on it oh and he is wearing a full black wig that covers his entire face, so he looks like the chick from the ring. And he's just walking around. <laughs> Ashley, when I tell you this entire night, I had I talked to Jeremy like three or four times. He maybe said a total of three words the entire night. He remained Very silent. Cool. <laughs> Very cool character, Jeremy. So much so that uh, 
when my sister showed up with a couple of my friends or her husband and some of uh, a couple of her, her buddies, um, she said, hey, have you seen your brother? And you're like, no, is Jeremy here? He's like, he's sitting like 20 feet away from you. He goes, she goes, Jeremy, why? Why are you like this? Why are you doing this? Jeremy, Jeremy, why are you doing this? <laughs> so, Jeremy, why why the wig? Why did you show up like this? Um, wh- why? It's a lot of hair and I can be incognito except for my bussy uh, jacket, which I <laughs> custom made. Uh, I, hopefully you like the, uh, the patches and the buttons. I like, uh, I do. I liked the jacket. I, of course I love seeing you whenever you're out and about, but I like that your idea was to remain incognito. You went, it, it, you went from the pauper to the pauper. You know what I mean? Like it's, there was no. <laughs> so everybody, everybody comes right up to me. It's, uh, I don't know, a couple of the, the DLP and uh, Joe Robinson is right next to me. And all of a sudden he looks to me and he's like, because <laughs> he didn't, re- all of a sudden he recognized me with the fake hair. Just, just enough under, on, uh, on my face. And then he ignored me. And then <laughs> towards the end of the night, I wanted to uh, meet um, Daphne London. And of course, all of a sudden, <laughs> Justin calls me and is like, Jeremy, just stop it. Stop what you're doing. To ne- do- stop doing it. And I, and I took the wig off and I, and I met Daphne London and I said, I said, hello. You know, I try to act normal almost sometimes. And uh, I said, hello. You know, I did the, I, I did that, that Justin, everybody loves Justin song. Doesn't so, know what that I, is. Okay. Um. Well, I, she should listen to that. I don't think. I don't think she time. does. I don't think she does at all. Um, what is she? What is she? Ninety-two Q listener. Um, I don't know. She's got a, six children. Um. <laughs> you don't have time for radio. I I just I, I like your assumptions. I was like, of course she's going to know that I am the great composer of "Everybody Loves Justin," a song that they play in the ninety-eight rock four times. That makes yes, sense. Exactly. <laughs> I, I understand. That makes sense. But she, I pretty much fell in love with her, with her her music and her demeanor. And, and her uh, demean, demeaning music about and, not um, ever making it in music. So and like that, most women, she is completely terrified of you. So that's yeah, exciting. I'm creepy. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I do want to just—I know I'm kind of breezing through, but yesterday, um, Jeremy and I went to uh, pick up. I got an arcade cabinet. It's a—it's my. This is my big thing that I got. Okay, Time Crisis Two. I got Time Crisis Two. It is a full light gun game from the '90s. Uh, I'm very excited to get it. Um, so I brought Jeremy to be my helper for this um, because I like torment. Uh, and I, <laughs> we rode down there, and. Uh, the first thing is, is like I, I tested it out. It works great. I'm excited. I'm like, fuck yeah, this shit works. Uh, here's your money. Jeremy gets in there and I explain. I was like, oh, don't worry about this gentleman. He is with me. Uh, I do know him. He's going to help me carry this out. And Jeremy brings a hand truck up and he starts trying through his aphasia riddled brain to explain where he would like me to put the hand truck and how he would like me to do it. And the words make sense, kind of, 
but I'm definitely not understanding what he's trying to say at all. He's like, well, you gotta, we gotta, you know, if you put it on the, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and in his brain, I think, and, and Jeremy, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Jeremy thinks that he is speaking the King's English to me right now. And I understand everything so much so that he, he's like, God, my brother's a fucking idiot. He looks at the guy who's selling it. He's like, you know what I'm talking about? And the guy goes, yeah. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I'm pretty much Joe Biden now. Yes, so. Jer- Jeremy, honestly, if you and Joe Biden had a debate, it would be the greatest thing in the whole world. It would be uh, 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 two minds clashed colliding oh uh, you're our joe robinson biden <laughs> <laughs> so we uh we we eventually get it out right um uh jeremy's very helpful uh mm-hmm. but this thing I, i'm not lying to you it probably weighs about 800 pounds it's fucking mm-hmm. heavy right mm-hmm. now the hardest part is you got to get it up into the truck so i have the giant cabinet it's leaned now on the tailgate so all mm-hmm. you have to do now is just lift it up and like do like a little big you know it's gonna be we're gonna have to muscle it but just get it up and push it into the back of the truck right but it's fucking heavy right mm-hmm. well my big strong ass i'm like i lift weights i'm fucking mm-hmm. strong mm-hmm. i get down there i was like daddy's got this i moved jeremy out of the way i was like don't strain yourself sister Okay. I literally like, I talked down to him. I'm like, we don't want, I don't want you popping another blood vessel sugar. Okay. (laughs) Get out of the way. I squat down. The second all of the weight is on my arms, everything in my left arm, in my elbow (gasps) just goes, everything I thought I ripped. Cause I've torn a bicep before. Yes. you. I thought. I tore a bicep, like the way it sounded oh, and the Eric. way it snapped. Everything just went down there. My now my left arm, it's fucking hanging dead. I don't want to move it at all. I'm in excruciating pain. I dropped it, and then I'm like, "Fuck! Oh my god!" And he goes, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, G- am I okay, Jeremy? Do you think I'm okay? Am I doing good right now?" And so <laughs> we're sitting here contemplating. I'm like, "How the fuck are we gonna get this thing in here?" And so. The guy who sold it to him, he's a big fella. We're talking big hoss, okay? I think he was pushing 375. Yeah, he looked like John Goodman in the 90s. Fucking <laughs> big, big okay. hoss, all right? Okay. Um, he gets out there. I'm like, yeah, man. I, I'm like, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a little... Now, I'm also dealing with the idea of like, God what the fuck is wrong with me? My body's breaking down. Like, this is like, I'm having also an existential crisis of like, I'm turning fucking 40 and I can't fucking lift shit. And like, I, I just, this wasn't, I should be able to do this. And so I'm having this happen to me. Right. I love that other men. have midlife crisis and buy cars yeah and get hot girlfriends and you're buying arcade machines. yes yes exactly so i'm having i don't having, even go to sweat drip clubs anymore i'm mad i'm mad that my body has failed me okay um and a thing that i'm expecting it to do this guy comes up does the exact same thing i was gonna do fucking squats down oh and jeremy's telling he's like I'm injured and Jeremy can't stop talking. He's like, you know, my brother was a rugby player. Did you know that? This guy doesn't know that. He doesn't fucking care. He used to play football too back in high school. I'm like, Jeremy, shut up. He doesn't care. Please don't tell him that I was an athlete. This is, I'm embarrassed that I'm hurt. And he can't stop telling him how I I was, hey, you know, he used to be strong. Like that. I'm like, fuck, man. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) So. 
I'm like, Jeremy, please stop. And so this guy gets, after telling him what I play, this guy just kind of looks at it for a second because it's still leaned up against it. He squats down, fucking hoists it right in and shoves it all the way to the back like a fucking hoss. Jeremy's first thing. What was Jeremy's first thing that he says? He says, oh, oh wait a minute. Uh, we should have had you do it in the first place. No, he goes, oh, my God, what, did, what sport did you play? <laughs> You know what this guy says without hesitation? He goes, uh, video games? <laughs> so, this guy, fucking God bless him, fucking hoisted in, does a great job. I was very happy that he helped us out. I was very grateful. Um, but before he leaves, Jeremy goes, he goes, hey, now that, you heard, now that you heard that the guy plays video games, he goes, hey, did you... uh?" You know I'm ranked in Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Do you want to? If you want to play sometime, you can shoot me a thing. He goes, "Uh, yeah, that's great." And he fucking leaves. <laughs> Jerry did try to become friends with this guy right afterwards, but he was like, "Uh, um, I think we're good. I think we're good." But I don't mean to pick on you, Jeremy, but this mm-hmm. does have retard energy. Where it's like my brother's big and strong. <laughs> <laughs> that's... But it was I, good. I've only I've only played pool in a sport. <laughs> that is oh jerry did mention he's like my sport was pool <laughs> it was good though i appreciate Aww. you this this is the last jeremy story i gotta tell you so on the way back we got it in i had some issues with it it now works again blah 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 i That's love great. it i'm very excited that i have an original piece now as part of my collection I, i'm super cool. ecstatic right i drive jeremy home and i go hey and i genuinely say i was like hey it's been a long day. I can barely move my arm. I'm driving with my one good arm right now, driving him back mm-hmm. home. And he goes, I was like, hey, man, I just want to say thank you. Like, genuinely thank you for mm-hmm. coming out and doing that. He goes, I could have done better today, man. I was like, just say you're welcome. Say you're fucking welcome to me right now. <laughs> say it now. <laughs> and he starts laughing hysterically. I was like, just, I'm, can I, can you be grateful? Can I be grateful for you? Is that enough? <laughs> Eric, how is your arm today? Um, honestly, I don't think anything's torn. I mean, time will tell, okay. but I can maybe move a bruise. It. I think I just have you. I think I just pulled everything from like here, like this yeah. muscle all the way through here. I got like a very bad strain and a pull because I can move it today. I think I'm okay. It feels like when you when you pop a muscle, like if you've ever popped a hamstring before. I think that's what I did. So the only uh, thing I've ever popped is my pussy. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I but, think you should curl like 150 right now. That's I'm it. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Hey, I'm curling over here in the corner, everybody. <laughs> Um, I, I, by the way, I do like that I've added every episode now. I've been just loading up the Nick Cage laugh. Great. Just, <laughs> just in case. We There's need no it. way I'm going to get tired of that. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, we do need to get into this week's episode because we are in the midst of Fansgiving. Oh, shit, yo. We are going over the 1991 classic Stone Cold. Uh, this is for uh, the great um, uh, la, 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 what's his who who requested Dan Crabs. Dan Crabs. 
Dan Krabs requested this no, one. No, there's no S. There's no plural. It's just crabs. I like calling them Dan. Come on, Dan Krabs. Dan Let's Krabs. Let's so make some crabby be like, thanks for being a fan. Let's fuck up your name. I did <laughs> choke on the name, Dan. I apologize. Thank you so much for picking Dan's, this. Dan Crab, Crab Tree Strangle Chef. That is a yes. Um, but yes, the this stars the great Brian Bosworth. And is this, let me just check one thing. Is this Brian Bosworth's only uh, film? <laughs> um, uh, no, he has a couple other oh. ones. He's in, oh, really? a 2019 film, The Reliant. Yikes. Oh, he's also, I forgot, he's a, he's a, he's a guard in The y- Longest Yard as well. As well oh, as, yeah. yeah okay. I do remember that. He's got a couple Man. little roles here and there. What a career. <laughs> um, but, Ashley, I, I don't know if you know the uh, the hype that was a Brian Bosworth in the late 80s, early 90s. Um, no, I was both too little, and then as I got older, I was too busy getting laid. So, yes. no, I don't know. So, Brian Bosworth uh, was a famous... Uh, in college he was super hyped up as like this is the prototype guy and all he really did was like he was a pretty good college linebacker that got all this hype put behind him of like this is going to be the next big thing and the thing that he's most known for uh, after he got drafted he got drafted by the Seattle Seahawks okay Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I don't know if you know who this uh, character is but during the same time in the early 90s there was a fucking hall of fame running back maybe the greatest athletes who just ever played the game his name was Bo Jackson Bo Jackson actually star of Tecmo football um, also was a great baseball player he might be the greatest athlete who's ever lived um, if you're looking right here up at the screen Ashley this is a play between the Oak uh, between the Raiders and mm-hmm. uh and uh, the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. And what you're going to see okay. right here is, I believe this guy or this guy is Brian Bosworth. And this fellow right here is Mr. Bo Jackson. And we're about okay. to see where the hype train ended for the one and only um, and Brian Bo- alley, Bosworth here. So, this is a one-on-one where he got absolutely fucking trucked. <laughs> for a touchdown that is uh bo jackson showing that he is bo jackson and that uh because you have a mullet and a cool name does not mean you're gonna be good at professional sports so i gotta be honest when you said bo jackson i thought you meant that weird cartoon on netflix (laughs) 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 so but yeah brian bosworth he had all these type he was the first person that was like a real bust that everybody was like this guy's gonna be the next thing and he was like kind of okay um, he just wasn't anything that lived up to any type of hype that uh, surrounded him. Uh, so much so that he eventually got this movie that he starred in, Stone Cold, where he's uh, transitioning to be an action star. Uh, now, this movie is completely ridiculous, uh, where he plays an undercover Alabama cop. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it takes place across uh, Florida, Alabama, and Mississippi. I mean, if there is a bigger definition of just the look of Brian Bosworth in this movie, he really would personify the perfect Florida man, quote unquote. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. I also feel like he just looks like a very large lesbian, like just every <laughs> volleyball coach I ever had. Yes, yes, he he does look like he could be your a female uh, gym teacher for sure. At the same, time. yeah, that swears she's straight. But I'm like, I don't know. You've been living with the same female roommate for ten years. Is yeah. there any chance that Brian Brosworth actually took steroids? <clears throat> 
I would say 100% he definitely <laughs> took steroids. Good, good especially <laughs> in the 80s when uh, steroids were rampant in the NFL. He 100% was juicing. Um, was, he, was he able able to uh, uh, bulk his face? Yes. Yeah. Here's the thing, uh, and I've said this maybe on past episodes, but you can always tell the people who do steroids um, because you might be able to work out your arms, your lats, your triceps, and get those big. But when your eyebrows start to grow these giant muscles, you don't go to the gym and just like, oh, I got, I did 50 eyebrow shrugs today. That's, <laughs> that's what we call medically induced. <laughs> that's so funny you say that because I've never put that together, but it's the neck. I always feel like you can tell because there's something wrong with the neck. The neck is either too muscly or not muscly enough. And from here down, it's like one of those slide games where you could piece people together. Yeah. <laughs> like a mix and match. That's not right. Eric, did you take steroids? I never took steroids. Um, I knew some people that definitely did take steroids, and I thought about doing it. But I realized that I have the body that if I took steroids, I wouldn't be able to stick with it. And I would eventually uh, just be a really – I would just end up like Meatloaf from the movie Fight Club, I'm pretty sure. Um, just, are you t- <laughs> Are you telling me? Oh, forgive me. Are you telling me that dick is the product of <laughs> no steroids? This cock is USDA approved, baby. <laughs> very, very proud of my, my brother's uh, uh, extra persona, fat neck design. Uh, designs. I did have so. a very oh, yeah, fat right. neck. Fat neck designs <laughs> from years wait, ago. Wait, did Mrs. Woodworth do steroids when she was pregnant with you? Yeah, yes. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I like how the movie starts off. Now, keep in mind, he's supposed to be an undercover Alabama <laughs> tough cop, and he's at the. He just shows up to a random robbery that's happening at a grocery store, and uh, he goes to just. He's just eating the cookies. Is like, hey, what's going on? He beats the shit out of all four of these people by using very rudimentary. Like these these criminals are so dumb that he could just throw a can over one aisle. Like, hey, what was that? They like have AI like '90s AI technology of like how you could trick uh, bad guys in video games. Uh, it's pretty amazing. Can can, any, can anybody uh? Rip- recognize any of the sponsors in this movie i was about to say there's so much branding in here like the lays chips uh i forget some of the other downy downy Downy. Mm -hmm. it was wall-to-wall branding in this entire (laughs) hey wouldn't it be nice if you have the branding in the entire screen with the character and also an entire branding of downy in the entire screen so. <laughs> Product well, placement, Eric, baby. Eric's right, though, about some of these moves. I immediately just thought that that Bosworth is the white Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I bet you Brian P- Bosworth is a nicer person than Steven Seagal, for sure. <laughs> Which, yeah. I have been on a Steven Seagal kick. I actually just watched uh, Hard to Kill the other day. Oh, on <laughs> it's so should we, should we mention uh, Rice... Uh, Basar and our, our, our um, they don't sponsor us. Boss. They don't get a fucking damn word. it. Shut your fucking mouth. Um, no. <laughs> so what? I'm trying to get a sponsor. Um, Man, Jeremy, I've been trying to do that for three years. My advice: give up. <laughs> So uh, he's able to he's able to disarm all of them very easily um, and beats the shit out of the one guy, um, I think, with his own gun. Right. (laughs) He beat him up with his own gun. Uh, And then, uh, of course, the rest of the cops show up and uh, he gets he's a classic little action line here. Joe, what the hell's going on? You're still on suspension. 
Let me see you sweet talk your way out of this one. Huff! You gotta save for yourself this time. You gotta clean up on aisle four. <laughs> I love I love how many lines are just followed up by heavy metal. Like I wish I could live my Joe. life like this. Like, just <laughs> No, you're so right. The music, the scoring of this movie is so unhinged. It's in my top ten of easily the most concerning that I've ever heard. Like, who did this? I love approved this. It's stuff? so hair metally. Like every time he does something, it's like, hey, is that is that uh, Joe Buck over there? But, but it's not just that, though. There's also the scene we're coming up on when he's at home with his pet, and it's just this weird, like, moody yeah. music that yes. makes yes. no sense. So, uh, is, is that a Gila monster or a, or a dragon? Uh, I believe it's a kimono dragon, but uh, mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't really look it up. So uh, it's, it ain't no gecko. If it ain't no good, uh, we do get to see that there's this biker gang called the Brotherhood in the opening scene, uh, who is uh, spearheaded by the great William Forsyth. As uh, seems to be the main boss that you get to see at first. Uh, Jeremy, did you in your rivalry with the great William Forsyth? If you go back in our episodes, uh, William Forsyth does genuinely hate Jeremy Woodworth. Uh, but before that went awry, did you get to ask him anything about the movie Stone Cold? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm a big uh, Once Upon America fan as the uh, the, uh, the the pan flute guy. It's actually a, a metal pan flute and and a big fan of uh, of course uh, Razor Arizona. So that is true. Um, also, one of the main bikers that you'll see in this opening segment, they, they do this thing where they they decide to shoot cans off of their head, and the guy shooting at uh, William Forsyth's character, whose name is Ice, that's such a cool name. He's Ice. Uh, uh, the other guy, character's name is Mudfish, and you might notice Mudfish is actually uh, he's been in a couple movies, but most famously, uh, we've covered in Quality Time, he's in. Terminator 2 as the guy that Arnold steals the uh, motorcycle his clothes from and everything and he puts the cigar out on Arnold's chest like that he beats yeah. the living piss out of him um, and yes uh, the main character William Forsyth is shooting a Calico M950 which is a uh, a gun with like 2,022 bullets in it um, it's a it is a real gun and Jeremy is showing it to us on screen right now although you the listener cannot see it uh, by the way by the way, it's a very large clip. It's only a hundred bullets, but it really you could you could do a hundred bullets in like probably fifteen seconds for full auto. Uh, also, is all very very important in the movie uh, Spaceballs. They used huh? a, a calico, and that was my uh, first gun. Was the calico M100, where it fired twenty two bullets. And wow. uh, yeah, I it took me forever to fill it up with a hundred bullets. And uh, yeah. it really sucked, and I got rid of it. But it was my first gun, and I love Calico, and it sucked. It does oh. suck. But, yes, he does have a ridiculous automatic machine gun, uh, handgun in this movie. Also, just... it's, it's filled by, used by uh, Daphne Zaniga in uh, oh. Spaceballs. So, yeah, that's a great, no, it's a great movie. Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, Mudfish is what I call my pussy when I accidentally wipe the wrong direction. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. So, uh, 
uh, William Forsythe uh, character Ice, he also completely blows up a judge in the opening scene because like yes. they're, they're they're trying to get the main leader of the Brotherhood back out um, because the the hierarchy right now is Ice, I believe, is the second in command, and Chains, who we haven't met yet, who's played by the great Lance Hendrickson, is the uh, is the leader. Uh, and get this, they're a little racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, like getting to see these this biker gang and everything it makes sense that this would inspire dan crab's character san samuel snakeman this adds up <laughs> of, of who dan dan became uh, i also just want to say as we're, i'm jumping just a little bit ahead just mm-hmm. a little bit um there's a scene later where we will see our lead get in a fight with these bikers and like mm-hmm. fight for his place physically and we even get a taste of some of these bikers behavior right now in this in this bar and stuff um can i just say it's wild that all these men can be shirtless but i'm somehow drier than jeremy's elbows <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh we do get to see. Uh, uh, it, it's cool to see, you know, open showers in in a biker. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do like that. So. These guys are all like solid sixes uh, at best, right? <laughs> and then they, they pan this one shot uh, at, at the biker, like their little hideout or whatever, and they have outdoor showers with the hottest big titted women you've ever seen for just a brief second, right here. They're like, oh yeah, we just shower outside. Um, and the next scene is literally this guy as they pan over with his belly out, like. Ugh. Fuck yeah! Give me some coors. Um, God, can can I also point out that Lance Hendrickson does look like that one Muppet from Electric Mayhem? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we get to see Brian Bosworth's uh, living arrangement. He lives in a lavish little apartment with his pet kimono dragon. As he grind, he basically ninja blends uh, the guy's dinner, his kimono dragon's dinner, which is just chips and Snickers bars and basically Egg. everything. Eggs with the, the shell. Sauce. This is what I don't understand. Look, he cracks the eggs and then throws the shell in there to blend with everything else. Why did you crack it? The you did you not think the blender couldn't handle it? Come yeah. on, Boz. Um, no sense. So the FBI shows up uh, to come brief him on the situation, and uh, we get to meet uh, Sam uh, McMurray, who's playing Lance, uh, the uh, the counterpart, his partner, basically through this, who is just a germaphobe. He's basically Howie Mandel, uh, <laughs> come that works for the FBI. He's like, I don't like touching <laughs> things like that, <laughs> and uh, he uh, he he takes Lance to the uh to infiltrate the biker gang by going to the titty bar and uh I like that he gives him like a little makeover before he comes in and the only makeover he does he's like you look you're going to get our spot blown right now and all he does is just rip off his sleeves to make him wear a sleeveless shirt <laughs> it's so bad how is this movie gayer than cruising yeah. <laughs> so are you paying attention yeah Girls sell speed back to the truckers. That's where your bank is. Casanova with a broad upstairs. Oh, the one that looks like a roach? Yeah, the one that looks like a roach. That's Ice Hensley, Sergeant at Arms at the Bayou Chapter. If I rattle his cage, that puts me one step closer. Our man Chains Cooper. I just don't know how to do it. It does look kind of viral, doesn't it? Sure, well, I'm gonna make some noise. Sit tight. So he walks up to go uh, 
<laughs> confront Ice, and his only plan is he just walks up and just immediately just starts shitting on him. He just shits on him immediately. He's like, he's like, heard your old lady was looking at me funny. He's like, you want to fight me, boy? I would hate to mess up that pretty face of yours. And so they're just about to have a fight, but elsewhere, uh, a drug deal goes wrong where he basically ingratiates himself by helping out Ice and the rest of the bikers uh, kick out these two clearly easily beatable hillbillies. He just beats the fuck out of them. One, he completely gorilla press slams into the bar, causes hundreds of dollars worth of damage. They're like, you're all right. You're all right, man. I think you're pretty cool. Um, so I I do like how he ingratiated himself and his way of getting in was just shitting on their uh, their leader and then beating up uh, enemies of them. And he does make like, I don't know what this guy's name is in the movie, but uh, he's just like, the clearly the most touched biker of them all. He's like, you're pretty cool, man. It's like, he's like the retard biker out of him. He's like, get in here. He's like, will you be my best friend? You got a mullet and muscles. I like you. Did, did we lose you on the feed about the most important part of the movie? Uh, what's that? Uh, the, the scene with uh, Richard Gant. We did. I, I did kind of graze over Richard Gant because we're going a little bit long. But yes, one of the FBI agents is Richard Gant, uh, the very famous uh, actor who we have now featured in a third movie in Quality Time in the last three months. That being Jason Goes to Hell, where he eats Jason's heart, as well as The Glimmer Man, where he also plays a helpful FBI agent, I believe. So yeah. Are we, we going to do uh, Big Lebowski next month and we can talk about uh, Robbie Nope, we're, we're Gantlinson. We're gantless now. We're out. We're out of the gantlet, as I like to call it. Um, <laughs> and, and also, let's talk about uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. I think so. It's Part Nine. Jason goes to hell, and I just mentioned it. So okay. um, he <laughs> he does. Uh, he he then gets uh, invited by the uh, the by the basically the very special needs biker to come to the biker banquet, their little cookout, where he's he basically has to fight their WWE wrestler that they have on on the uh, in the biker gang uh he is able to beat the shit out of him and um his prize is he gets to meet the real leader who is chains played by uh the great lance hendrickson and uh he goes you're pretty pretty you're pretty cool man look i just asked a question no 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 you real pretty boy oh he he did good at the tit for tat man showed some attitude around here yeah whatever come on get out of here take my old lady and you have some fun all right talk business later if you're gonna talk to the brotherhood you're gonna have to talk to me so i take it you don't want me in your van you're right i don't just relax man all i'm gonna do is show you a real good time no you're not why not because unlike your own man i never thought a pretty lady was something you just gave away Aww, he won't. By he, the way, he, I'm very gay. I was, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for that. But also in that scene, uh, Lance Hendrickson calls her his little house mouse. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, ew. At this point, she's vehicle vermin. <laughs> yeah. So that uh, his 
his main his uh his main bitch there, his old lady is uh Arabella Halsog Halsbog, uh who's playing Nancy in this movie, who is far too lovely to be some biker slag, but uh is indeed hey, that guy's old lady. Can we can we go really fast of, of, of the credits of our great uh great great Damn it uh, our great director uh Craig Baxley, who not only did second unit for Predator, mm-hmm. but also Heaven Can Wait and apparently he did a hundred movies as, as stunt coordinator, making it the big time to make his own movie like Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a stunt coordinator a lot of the time. Um, so uh, the DA, uh, which I can't believe this. This is the guy that they want to kill. The biker gang wants to kill the local DA. And his name is Brent Whip Whipperson. And it's... <laughs> I don't know why. And Crack the whip. And he he has like local commercials like, I'm taking down crime. I'm Whip Whipperson. And like, <laughs> that is absolutely a name that someone gives when they're a narc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By <laughs> the way, that's a good name for a cracker. So Yes. That- <laughs> Jesus. It just dawned on me. Oh, oh. God, Jeremy. So, uh. <laughs> Chains and Ice make a plea to kill him uh, to uh, the, I guess, another leader of like the army front of the gang, who's actually the the actor who's playing like this other head of the biker gang is um, Max Dad from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know. It's Ooh. another Always Sunny reference, but uh, he and he was also in another movie that we covered very recently. I want to say it's like The Glimmer Man or something like that, but it, it, he's oh. he's been in another an extra in another movie we just another did. G- Richard Gant. Movie, Another yes. Richard Gant movie. Those two work together very well. Uh, so uh, the boss then returns to Chains with a bulletproof vest. He's like, I got this for you. I, oh, what do you get the guy who has everything in a biker gang? You get him some bulletproof vest that was stolen from the cops. And uh, <laughs> to show him that it works, uh, he goes, he says, hey, put it on. He just shoots him in the chest. And then he goes, it was just a joke. What's the problem? Don't you like my funny jokes? Uh, that'll be eric's next uh midlife crisis purchase as a kill dozer <laughs> yeah yeah so uh he scuffles a little bit with him but uh ultimately he says this here you got balls of steel stone you want to prospect with the brotherhood oh, shit. i say no way this is either gonna be the biggest pork chop i ever ate or my bulldozer this is fucking bullshit say what's in it for me colors man cut <laughs> this may be a rag to the walking dead out there but this is my flag my cross my church and these colors don't run if they hit the ground even in a fight i will peel your skin off with a knife dipped in shit <laughs> I, I like to think that he was still in full character after uh, Pit and Pe- the Pit and the Pendulum. So yeah, this is right after Pit and the Pendulum. He's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kill you with a fucking knife dipped in shit. <laughs> <laughs> their flag, their flag is, <laughs> their flag is just a turd, and it's don't shit on me, <laughs> don't shit on me. Uh, uh, that means that means uh, you're not only racist, but you're also religious. So, 
So uh, for Boz to join the uh, the biker gang, they sent him on a message uh, on a mission to kill a rival drug dealer uh, who is this um, Latino man uh, with a spider uh, web tattooed in his ear. Um, but instead of killing him, the FBI deports him and they find a corpse ear and they tattoo the thing on. So he just brings back this ear and deports that guy. Hope he doesn't <laughs> show up in the last act and blow his cover. Yikes. Um, so... He sends him off with Chains's old uh sends him off with uh Chains's old lady to run uh, back uh, and while they're doing that uh he goes to um send a, a background check he calls in Lance Henderson calls his sister uh who works with the state troopers to see if she can find out anything about this mysterious Joe Huff um so uh, pretty pretty much same the, the the brother and sister between uh, Tom Arnold and the Meth Queen. So. Right, right. So he he then his next mission is with uh, uh with Nancy to go shake down some mobsters, which doesn't sound like an easy job to give Nancy. Um, but she has to go get money uh paid back from the monsters, uh from the mobsters. And it's the Italian mob; they're not fucking around. And uh, they immediately rob her and then just try to leave. Boz hops on the front of the car. And they pull over and gets into a fight with them, but they do lose all of the money and uh, pull a gun on him and and just leave. Um, and, and out of the goodness of his heart, he's like, how much money was it? It was $400. And he goes, I'll pay for it. So he pays the $400 so Nancy can bring back the money and not get in trouble. Um, oh, what chivalry. He yeah. won't fuck her. He pays for her drug dealings. Mm-hmm. Very... That's a real man. <laughs> so, uh, Ice, though, he's vowing to take care of Demichi, this two-timing Italian mobster. So, Boz, now that he's ingratiated himself with this group, uh, sets up a drug deal to move some P2P, which is, I, I'm not sure of the what it's supposed to be. It is a clear it, liquid, or? It's the, the, the actual uh, drug that makes uh, pure meth. Yes. Oh, so it's biker. Me- it's uh, okay. Oh, no. crank. It's crank. So uh, he goes to make a deal with the Italians to go uh, sell this P2P, uh, brings uh, and to basically scare the bikers off. They, they're they making a discreet meeting. And I need you to understand they're at like a fancy Italian restaurant. He's like, we got to go do a high class drug deal. And what Brian Bosworth is wearing to this is just a vest, completely shirtless mullet with an earring down at this fancy restaurant. And he carries in a giant black present, sets it down, and it is the head of the guy that they just killed in like the thing. He's like, don't you see it? Blah, blah, blah. We mean, we mean seriousness here. Um, <laughs> and uh, he gives him the severed head and uh, offers him this. You know, you knuckle dragon womps should keep Demichi under wraps. <laughs> Shows him the head. A gift? Got some P2P here. This is impossible to get. In about a week, there's going to be a truck coming through here with three dozen 50 gallon drums on it. That's enough crank to wind up half the Gulf Coast. Hey. I would sniff that shit if I was you. Yeah, that's what Florida needs. (laughs) (laughs) 50,000 a drum. Another gift. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Glad we did this discreet drug deal. (laughs) That's a lot of semen. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. 
to fill up. I think it's part of. I think it's part of uh, peer-to-peer um, downloading. So. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, um, uh, Chains is totally in on Boz. He's like, he's a good guy. Ice, not so much. He's very against him. Uh, and they still want to kill this DA. So Boz checks in uh, with his OCD Lance again, where, Jeremy, uh, you do you did like this little uh, clip right here where he checks in with his friend. It's very important. George Washington took a dump in there. Probably got scabies, or eczema, psoriasis. I never actually sat down here. I just kind of hovered the whole time. But I, are you through? Yeah, I'm through. Mentioned psoriasis. It's right pretty there. much anybody that has seen the toilet at, at my house that was covered in psoriasis flakes. Yeah. And uh, it's understandable. You know, it's, I've, I had a problem for many, many years. And now I'm nice and smooth, but I still uh-huh. need to clean my toilet. Yikes. Yeah. I was like, Jeremy, who's ever been over to your house? <laughs> well, my mom came and cleaned my toilet. Thank God. So. Wait, your mom cleaned your toilet? Yeah, she's a very good, good Jeremy, mother. you're thin. And, it, and, and it'll, get, it'll get cleaned again next time mom comes next year. Um, also, also <laughs> even with a little bit of psoriasis, uh, you know, the normal amount was probably about uh, a half in a quarter inch of psoriasis on the toilet so so if it if you were lord of the rings the rings we're talking about are the ones in your toilet bowl <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know um, how old it is <laughs> i'm very i'm very proud that i actually did clean the toilet uh, uh, at least inside the toilet versus like the e- edge of the toilet where the from my back would probably make a, a lot of uh, flakes um, that is true you know i'm i'm a filthy animal I'm I'm a lazy, filthy, disgusting, uh, white trash kind of guy, and uh, you know, thank God I'm not d- dead yet. So I want better for you, Jeremy. Let's work on that. Okay. Uh, you know, er- Eric's house looks really great, and I, I made it worse just by <laughs> pooping in his toilet. And uh, I <laughs> I thought it was funny that I didn't. I didn't know where he had a fucking brush. I would have tried. I, kn- I know we're getting off topic, but are you telling me this is a jealousy poop? <laughs> I'll I'll show this. I'll show him how nice his house is. By the way, the 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 toilet the toilet brush is very visible. It's right next to the toilet. You can't you can't miss it. It is not even put away. It is in a nice little holder right next to the toilet. Um, let's just say let's just say once a week I have to clean the toilet bowl at work because they would see shit whenever I shit in the back of the toilet. Oh, so. <laughs> this is fascinating. Thank you, Jimmy. I wouldn't care. It's say it's a, a, a i would say it's a shit it's an explosion on Thanks. the side of the toilet um so. so for christmas we have uh rented an outhouse for jeremy uh where he'll be able to use the bathroom very nicely um i'm, I'm, I'm cool when it's really cold it's it t- 20 degrees i can still shit outside yep <laughs> you, and you will so um <laughs> He uh, it, the plan is though is that they set up this massive uh drug bust where they can take down the mob and the brotherhood at the same time, um, and then but in the meantime, Lance Hendrickson really wants to kill the DA. This, 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 
I don't know why he's watching that, but I did rip that piece of audio. Um, For some reason, they have to kill these two random army soldiers that are like shut down the border uh, between Mississippi and Alabama, (laughs) I guess, because the National Guard is there. And they very easily just like these are trained army soldiers with like machine guns. They easily subdue them, capture them and then uh, murder them later that night. Um, And then to, to mail back to the DA because the DA controls the National Guard. I don't understand how it works at all. I'm like, we're going to send a message. We're going to kill some soldiers. Uh, makes no fucking sense at all. Uh, now, uh, all that money was for the deal. Um, and uh, uh, all that money is for the deal that they're trying to do is for something called D-Day. And they don't know what D-Day is. But Nancy wants out. And Boz says, I'll, I'll take you out as long as you play by my rules. Uh Ice rolls up to the dinner, though, where he and Nancy are at and uh, decides it's time to fucking kill uh, Byron Bosworth because he sees him talking to the uh, the feds. So uh, after a high-speed chase, he is uh, he does kill Ice and William Forsythe, although William Forsythe does shoot his really cool automatic pistol a lot during this, uh, but ultimately does crash to his death and uh, fucking explodes. Um, now... I ripped this, and I swear to Christ, I have listened to this audio 50 times, and I'm still not sure what he says here. But after that, Nancy, who, while she's willing to play games, she doesn't want to fuck with the cops. She doesn't fuck with with, uh, with 5-0, okay? So there's this scene where they're talking uh, back and forth where she asks him, are you a cop, right? Tell me you're not a cop. Okay? Tell me you're not a cop. What does he actually say here? Tell me you're not a cop. You're not a cop. Yeah, I'm a cop. You're not a cop. You're not a cop. You're not a cop. It sounds like you say you're out of my cock. You're out of Yeah, yeah, I'm a cop. You're out of my cock. You're out of my cock. You're out of my cock. Oh my God, Yamaka, 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 Yamaka. <laughs> but so look, as part of the storyline, she doesn't know that he's a cop still after this. So he's he. I don't understand what the fuck he's actually saying here because it makes no sense. Later, when it's revealed that he's definitely a cop, she goes, "I can't believe you were a pig." What the fuck? What does he say here? You're a cop. You're a cop. <laughs> it's so confusing. <laughs> Jeremy is now playing a whistle, a slide whistle, but he is on noise suppression, so he couldn't hear any of it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it makes no fucking rule. Uh, kills Ice. Meanwhile, they uh, they decide to send Ice off to Valhalla. It, uh, there's this beautiful eulogy that Lance Hendrickson has for him. I don't know what to say about Ice, except that he used to run his mouth a lot. We all know that. But we cut him slack because he took care of business. Which is why we loved him as a brother. You try to out party him, he'd leave you in the ozone. If you tried to outride him, you'd crash your bird. If you tried to fight with him, he'd cut your balls off and give them to you in a plate. He was cold. So let's send this prick to Valhalla. 
Oh, so nice. I basically like, like, yeah, we all know that he was a real piece of shit. Uh, man, <laughs> but he was our piece of shit. Anyway, light this motherfucker on fire. <laughs> and I like that they Love have you a, boys. I like that they have him posed on a motorcycle to light him on fire and just like, here you go, hold this cigarette in your mouth while I burn you up. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Viking funeral. <laughs> yes. Pretty much the same as the Dave Brocky funeral. So. Correct, right. So uh uh next is the big drug sting. Uh they uh they uh they have him all set up here, but uh uh he fake shoots a truck driver to like further embed he's like, Yeah, I'm gonna kill people. So he has the truck driver Brian Bosworth does shoot, but it's like it's clearly staged and uh but it works and tricks those guys very easily. Uh his partner though blows his cover on the radio to uh um to Nancy as they're driving the truck away. You're going, Lance. You just said hello to my witness. Fucking using me? You're a fucking cop! Look, when this deal goes down, everyone burns. Old ladies included. Fuck yourself. Nancy, listen. If you cooperate, I can guarantee you immunity. Relocation. But you're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to trust me, Nancy. Um, but, uh... This- Oh, I'm so sorry. Can I just say, though, that this movie validates my desire to never have a man call me his old lady. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, uh, they, they, but the pickup point now for this thing gets switched. So the whole bus gets ruined. They now have all the drugs and, uh, they, uh, they are pissed and Boz leaves because he's pissed uh, uh, that they changed it without telling him. So he goes back to his partner and uh, says this. Chains pull a switch on me. Deal went down at a different location. Oh, that's terrific. So we got a million dollars of P2P out on the street? As if that wasn't enough. Overheard one of the brothers say they're going to crack the whip. As in Whippertown? Yeah. <gasps> we just dropped a dime on your boy. <laughs> Better call Cunningham. <laughs> Shit. I gotta stop that truck. You can't go back there. They must be on to you by now, Joe. If they were, I'd be dead by now. <laughs> Look, Lance, there's a time to turn it on. Joe. There's a time to turn it on. Um, a lot of people uh, compare this scene from the uh, scene from uh, The Road Warrior, and they say uh, Road Warrior was awesome. This movie sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh,. He goes back to the compound and uh, the uh, <laughs> he, oh oh there is one scene where the the truck uh, how he gets the truck off of the street um, he just pulls up while it's driving on a motorcycle and he shoots the hitch and the hitch completely undoes it and it just it crashes into a gas station and it blows up everything she causes like. <laughs> millions of dollars worth of damage just just to get the drugs off the street and i'm pretty sure i mean hitches are tough like uh, one little shot definitely doesn't blow a hitch apart at all so that it flies the fuck off it's ridiculous and i do love it um you know the hydraulics probably changed the brakes of the 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 truck would probably stop but would the would the the thing go into the truck and probably dislodge the uh, the actual truck part versus the the hitch. Uh, it's totally unbelievable, but I I think it's really entertaining. So I will I agree. Um, so uh, the uh, the vehicle. So next he he shoots that trailer. He goes to the compound and uh, Nancy gets shot because she uh, she finds that uh, 
basically he gets blown not because of nancy though because the deported guy is now back um i'm pretty sure that the uh the mexican guy was probably the bad mexican guy who tries to get uh Alyssa milano in uh in uh commando when he's like hey man we should we should talk and he just shoots him right in the face in the beginning of the movie yeah so they they (laughs) this is the the most ridiculous part um is they so they capture him or whatever let me see what this audio is here you know they say that the devil was a rebel angel so they kicked him out of heaven (sighs) you want to fuck with the living you gotta learn to fuck with the dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does anybody ever call him on like so? Is that is that gonna be the real catchphrase you're gonna go with? Well, that? well, uh, my question is, <laughs> what's in the script and what's an ad lib? Yeah, yeah. Where does where does Lance Hendricks start in the script end? Uh, <laughs> I, I thought it said on the IMDb that he just pretty much made up his own lines on on set. Yeah, that Thanks. that worked. That that tracks right there. That <laughs> definitely tracks. So the the plan is is how they're gonna kill Bosworth though is that they're gonna chop her in to the courthouse because D Day is really just to free their friend from the Brotherhood ultimately, mm-hmm. and they basically turn Brian Bosworth into a living bomb. So they have just explosives strapped to him, and they're gonna use him and throw him out as a fucking bomb onto the fucking courthouse it's ridiculous um i they do uh also get a truck past uh like the guards um but i did pull this one audio and the truck is filled with bikers ready to go into the courthouse as well but i did just pull this sorry sir gotta inspect your load um and <laughs> they just let him right on through after they inspect his load and <laughs> They, they, they pull up in a semi full of bikers. There's so much killing when they get in there that they're just driving bikes through a courthouse. Um, Meanwhile, Boz is able to free himself from the chopper and uh, throw the bomb out without getting exploded himself, um, killing everybody. And then he jumps maybe like 40 feet out of the chopper through a window in there. So now he can fight people inside. He's covered in blood and just shooting bikers left and right. Meanwhile, there's a SWAT team. They can't hit one biker. Boz is just one shot capping guy after guy. They're falling over. It's fucking ridiculous. Finally, it gets down to just chains and heat where he completely whoops Lance Hendrickson's monkey ass who's dressed as a priest like he gets in the court by dressed as a as a priest for some reason and he's shooting guns it's fucking wild and uh he uh he says this to him imagine the future chains cuz you're not in it he's about to shoot him But he doesn't shoot him. There's no bullets in him. He just wanted to scare him, um, so he falls down the steps. But he does imagine, uh, uh, does manage to just get another cop's gun right next to him. But luckily, his partner comes, the guy who's germaphobic, and shoots Chains dead and saves Brian Bosworth from uh, from uh, getting killed. Uh, and uh, uh, it basically, just ends with this little snippet here. Hey, partner. Time to turn it on. And that's <laughs> disaster averted. Brian Bosworth saves the day 
and brings us to an end of 1991's Stone Cold. Uh, Ashley, your final thoughts on Stone Cold. Uh, Stone Cold is how my pussy feels after watching this movie. I thought it was fucking spit. <laughs> that was a big coffee right there. Um, Jeremy, your final thoughts on Stone Cold. Uh, it could have been a bit more uh, testosterone-ridden if they were uh, taking steroids all during the film, during the filming, mm-hmm. and uh, also then their balls will shrivel up. That is true. Balls be shriveling. Uh, I personally love this fucking piece of garbage movie. It has all the things that work for me. Horrible acting, muscle-bound men saying ridiculous things in a failed action movie. I'm here for it. Check it out. Uh, Free on YouTube. There's a full 1080p version, commercial free, that you could watch right now. Uh, So check that shit out. It's a great time. Ashley... What do you got coming up? Uh, you can always find me at ashleypontiuslaps.com. You can catch me this Friday, December 1st at Genova's in York, PA with Josh Coderna and Sean Lebrick. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's going to be great. And that Genova show is fucking awesome. It really is. And I'm glad that show is uh, fucking still kicking. And uh, I hope it, you, if you're not going out just to see Ashley, you, yeah, then you're an idiot filled with stupid heads um (laughs) thanks for uh daphne uh, london's performance at the show okay that was jeremy's shout out you can catch all things air comedy at aircomedy.com i will be uh uh tuesday at the public bar in dc please come out to that it should be a great time jeremy take us out of here yeah stone cold 316 woo that is not that is a travesty what you did there